Welcome to the Like Destiny podcast. So I'm going to be talking to you guys today about journaling. Because um, journaling is a really big part of my life. And um, the book that Paul has been teaching out of is called The Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice. And that book uh, changed my life. Um, I've actually always been somebody who journals. Like, I remember, I think I was five, I, there was, like, a Lion King journal in the Disney store. And Lion King had just come out, and I, like, begged my dad for it. And he got it for me, and so I just started journaling in there. And I still have that thing. I'll go back and read it. Couldn't spell anything. <laughs> so I have a stuff I don't even know what I was saying. I was like, um, today I went to the store, and went was W-I-N-T. Like... <laughs> It was, it was really funny, like, looking back at these. But, um, yeah, it was just something I did. I would write, like, two sentences before bed when I was little um, just because I thought it was so cool I had a journal. And then um, I actually journaled um, like that quite often until about third grade. And when I was in third grade, something really big happened. Like, my mom um, became a lesbian, and she had a lady move in with her. Um, and I just remember, like, it was this big secret, like, we couldn't tell anybody, and so I decided to write it in my journal, and, um, when I wrote it in my journal, I was like, no one's ever going to read this, but I, I can get it off my chest, like, and just write that, and I remember what I wrote, I wrote how much I loved my mom, and how I wanted to be just like her when I grew up, because she was, like, the best mom ever, and I was like, <laughs> I just wrote, it was like, like, so childlike as in, but the only thing is, I don't think I'm a lesbian, <laughs> like my mom. <laughs> I think I like guys. <laughs> um, and that was it. But that weekend, I had a slumber party for my birthday. And all the girls went and stole my journal and locked themselves in the bathroom and read that. And it was just so, like, devastating to me. And um, so for a while after that, I was like, I can't even write in my journal. Like, I stopped writing. And... Um, like, and it, and it all blew over because they're all like, wait, we don't judge you or anything. But they came, they all came to me like, we're so sorry. We read this information now and they felt really bad. Um, but then but when I was in high school, I actually started journaling again because it was just something like I, that was a, just a desire in me to do. And um, so in high school, I just started journaling. And you know, when you're in high school, your emotions are. And so I wrote about everything. Um, and I would write about my dreams, too. I'd have these really weird dreams and. Um, and in high school, I, w- I was real artsy, so, and I actually had a lot of, like, um, horrible, horrible nightmares and, like, vivid, horrible nightmares in high school. Uh, but I would just write everything down. And, and I, I do remember one dream I had about Jesus coming back in high school as well because I kind of went away from Christianity. And, um, but when I was about 20-something, I had, well, I think it was about 20 years old, um, I had somebody that I was in a relationship with. They found nine of my journals, and I wasn't home that day, and they had read them and didn't like what they read, so they destroyed them all. And um, then they were like, they just, yeah, they're like, you don't need these, and I just destroyed them. So um, that really hurt um, because I had just become a Christian at that point, and so I've just decided I'm not going to write anymore um, because that was the second time something like that happened. So journaling has always been a passion of mine, um, and now it's one of the main ways God speaks to me. But 
it's always like looking back at those stories, it really shows me like when you have a calling in something, the enemy really tries to steal it. Um, but God always redeems it. And um, in 2012, I decided to do a school of ministry. And it was a school of the heart. Um, it was at my church in New Day, South Carolina. And um, in the, that's when I read that Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice. And um, it's a school of the heart. Um, oh, how long was it? It was a year. But it was only part-time. Um, it was right before I did the iDestiny school because um, I wanted something more full-time. But it was, it was really cool because you could work and go to the night classes. And so they, they all gave us a journal at the beginning of the school and encouraged us to start journaling again. And so I did start journaling. Um, and I remember, like, when we went through the four keys to hearing God's voice, one of the things we had to do is we had to turn our journals in. And to me, like, <laughs> that was the most... It was really intense for me having to turn my journal in after I had those experiences. And it was a major heart healing for me as well because, like, I remember handing it to the girl that was going to be, like, my accountability of reading what I was hearing from God and, like, seriously deep stuff in my heart. And I cried when I handed it to her, and her name was Kira. And I was like, I was like, just so you know, this is really, really hard. And, and she just was like, I will not tell anybody what I read. And she's like, and it's just between me and you and God. And um, and she was just so encouraging and loving, and she handed it back. She's like, this is so amazing. Like, you were hearing God and, like, was just so encouraging. Um, and it just, yeah, God did such a healing in, in that moment. Um, so I am a verbal processor. Like, when I'm going through stuff, like, it's like I can't really figure out exactly my own emotions until I talk to somebody about it and just, they don't even have to say anything. They could just listen and I figure stuff out by talking. Um, and the, that's what my journals help me do as well, like just writing about my day. And, um, and that's how I began journaling, was just writing about my day. Um, but it's just another way for me to verbal process and I write so many things in my journals. I fill a journal up within, like, three months, like a proper journal. <laughs> um, and things I write in my journal is, like, dreams that I have in the night because I am somebody who dreams a lot. So I write them down. Um, I'll write down what I feel the interpretation is as well. Um, dreams that bubble up in me throughout the day because sometimes things will just pop in my head, like ideas and stuff. Um, I write prayers to God in my journals. I write testimonies. I think that's something really important to write down, testimonies, because it's something so big that you can so easily forget. Um, life events, big life events, and um, how I felt when I went through them. Um, Two-way journaling with God, which is what we'll talk about today. Um, and just when God speaks through random things, because for me, he speaks to me through everything, um, especially the Bible, but... It's not just, God is not just contained in a Bible. He's in everything, and, like, he will just, he'll show me stuff throughout the day and just speak to me through it. Um, things like numbers and movies and books, like Disney movies. I will always hear God through a Disney movie. Like, I will watch it, and it's, like, literally Holy Spirit's right there with me watching it, and that's why I just love Disney so much. Um, and, yeah, I also do sketches of, like, painting ideas I have, or just, like, if God shows me a prophetic picture, I'll sketch that in my journal. Um, and what I feel God's saying through it. 
Um, so my journal is a really big tool to help me connect with God. I don't believe it's something like every Christian needs a journal to hear God, but it's just such a big tool for me um, and has really just blessed my relationship with him. And uh, and I know just God enjoys it when I journal with him, like, just as much. Um, and also <laughs> another reason I started journaling is because I my memory will forget things like, in an instant almost. If you've ever seen Finding Nemo, you know, Dory's memory, that was how mine used to be really bad. So I would just write stuff down um, in my day just because I'm like, I don't want to forget stuff. I want to be able to read these and not forget. Um, So two ways that God speaks through journaling, as I said before, was the verbal processing. Um, When I write about my day and my situations, feelings, I'm able to process it like as if I'm talking to somebody, even if I'm not saying, dear God, I'll just write about what I went through that day. But it's almost like wisdom kind of comes and um, and it helps me like just figure out what I'm going through or, or come up with ideas to solutions and things like that. Um, and something that really encourages me is like looking at the Psalms and like we see David writing. And I also like so often I see him doing the same thing. And um, so yesterday, I just wanted to, like, look, uh, I just opened to the Psalms, just because I, like, I know I can just open to the Psalms and almost instantly find one. I tried to look for a short one, but <laughs> um, that would, that shows, like, almost him verbal processing as well. And um, so I found Psalms 13, and it says, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the days? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice, because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. And so often, like, I think when I journal, sometimes it's like, I need that release of just getting all the crap out. Like, just when you feel all these lies inside, like, even here, like, David, he's writing, Oh, oh, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? Like, this is David, like, and he's saying, like, the Lord has forgotten me. Um, The Lord is hiding his face from me. Like, he's writing all these things down that's not true, but it's like he's getting them out in in the light. And by the end of the psalm, he's saying, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. When just a few verses before, he was just talking about, like, lifting up my eyes unless I sleep the sleep of death. Like, it's just so cool, like, seeing how his whole, the whole truth changes with just him writing this down. And um, it just encourages me so much. Um, so I just think, yeah, that's why another reason, like, my journal has blessed me. Just to be able to, like, not be afraid to write the crap that's going on inside of me. Not to be afraid to write the lies because it brings out truth. Um, and another thing, like, that helps me is just writing prayers. Um, things I things I want, not just wants, because I think want is, like, a weird word to say, but a desire. Because I think a lot of desires in our hearts are given that, given to us by God. And so sometimes when we pray, um, whether it be for things in our lives, um, situations, and people as well, um, like I like to write those down as well. Um, And so I think like 
it would be good to, for us to do like an activation of that um, before I go to the second way of two-way journaling. So, um, and we're not going to share these, so um, we'll just like find a quiet place in the room somewhere if you just want to take your journal and um, just sit with God and just kind of like write what you're personally going through right now. Like, don't be afraid to write the crap. Don't be afraid to write. Just write a prayer to God, saying, "God, this is what I'm going through," and just see um, how just that writing comes out. Because next we'll do two, the two-way journaling. So if you guys want to take a few seconds and do that. How did y'all find that? Did you, um, like we're not going to share, but did you find that like the way you felt when you first started writing, did you feel different towards the end? Like what were some of the emotions that you feel like you went through? <laughs> yeah. How did you feel, Chris? It's like, I mean, what I wrote down was just things I had lost in the last week, and then when I finished it, I had really like, I mean, I had grief before, but now like really just, wow, it's amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nicola? How did you feel when you were journaling? I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. I didn't bring my journal, so I, I found a receipt in there and journaled on that. <laughs> and then I'll transfer it when I go, which I actually do quite a lot, like if because uh, I don't bring my journal everywhere. But if I just feel I need to write stuff down, I'll write it and then transfer it later. So now um, I'm going to talk to you just about like hearing from God first person, which I think you all do quite well, but. Um, just my experiences in it, and yeah, it is. There's a thingy. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, just like sometimes I'll start by writing prayers to God. Um, or that's how I used to start. I actually don't do that as much anymore. But um, I usually just skip right to God. What are you saying? Because you already know what I'm thinking. Um, but I used to just start out with prayers, like, God, like, this is what's going on, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then, usually, like, um, like, when I learned a two-way journal, it's just writing what you feel God is saying to you, 
But I always would write it in first person, like, um, and I always start out with, because he always will, will start out saying my child. Um, and it might be different for each of you, but uh, when I two-way journal, I usually hear him say my child. And then he just starts going after that. Um, and honestly, some most of the time I start writing, I have no idea what I'm hearing from him. And I just have to, it's like when you prophesy, you just step out and trust. And so I'll just start writing my child, because I know that's what he says. And then just start writing and seeing what starts coming out. Um, I would say 30% of the time he answers my prayer, or what I'm asking him. And the other 70-80% of the time he talks about something else. But after I hear from him, I realize that actually my focus was completely on the wrong thing. And he has totally shifted my focus to where it needs to be. Um, yeah, he's like, um, and what I wrote down was like kingdom focus. like, um, And it just reminds me of that verse that we mentioned yesterday, like I meditate on what is pure, holy, righteous, good. Um, and a lot of times that's right where God shifts my focus um, to the king, kingdom focus. Um, and then a lot of times, um, like when I'm writing out things I'm going through, it's um, it'll be conflict with other people, and so sometimes like he doesn't an- he doesn't answer the conflict part. He'll answer with how much he loves that person I'm in conflict with, and then it's almost like I'm looking at them prophetically, um, and it kind of just makes the conflict dissolve. Like when you are looking at situations through God's heart and God's eyes, um, just because you know the whole conflict is in His hands, anyways, um, and you're able to just love. <laughs> Um, when I first started, it was just, it was actually quite hard to hear about how much God loved me, um, because that's what he, in the beginning, like, that's all he would ever say is, oh, I just love you so much, and he would say this, and that's all I would really hear, and I was like, why am I just hearing this, like, um, and God's taken me on a really long journey of just learning to love myself, because I used to really have trouble with loving myself, um, and so now looking back, it just all makes sense why he would always just constantly tell me how much he loved me. And But it, I really couldn't receive the whole thing because I was just like, mm, okay, that's nice, but I really want to know like how to fix this situation. Or I felt like I could love others well, but just when it came to myself, I just couldn't love myself like I needed to be loved. Um, and the biggest key for me in this area of hearing from him is not thinking, like just switching the is not thinking so like um don't not second guessing it and that's the best thing about it being a journal is it's a safe place like when you're when you're doing this in your journal like it doesn't matter what you say you could write the world's gonna end tomorrow like it's a safe place to make mistakes and it's and it's like learning how to walk god wants us to try more than he wants us to be perfect um yeah and like I already said like I really had trouble hearing from him at first and so I would just begin with writing my child and then just let it flow from there and um, one of my biggest keys is not second guessing just write and keep writing don't write like once you get one sentence like oh I actually got a sentence like keep going like and then because you can read it after Um, and just let it flow from there 
Now, I do know people who have done this, and they physically feel something take over their hand and start writing. Um, I personally don't believe that's God. <laughs> like, I think God has free will for us. Um, because, like, to me, a loving parent wouldn't grab some, a hand um, and, you know, do that. Um, but in the person I know that went through this, she also did not believe it was God because of the things that were coming out in her writing. Um, so don't, don't like expect something to take over your hand and write because it is like you connecting with the Spirit of God. Um, and another th- thing is um, testing what we hear from God. Because um, there are three, three things that influence our thoughts, and that's um, us. God and the devil, and um, thoughts from the spirit world are like the spontaneous thoughts, whereas our thoughts can usually start like, um, like they actually can like make connections like a web almost like, oh, you're thinking about, um, you see pillows over there, it's like, oh, then I'm sleeping about, thinking about bed, and like, oh, I'm tired, you know, like just going, then you think about, oh, well, what did I do last night, why am I so tired, like that, like how your thoughts make connections like that. Whereas spirit world thoughts can just boop, pop into your head. Um, oh, why did I think of that? Or why did that person just pop into my head? Um, and I, I found this yesterday. I thought it was really interesting. Um, the Hebrew word for prophecy is naba, which literally means to bubble up. Whereas the Hebrew word for false prophecy is um, ziad. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but and it means to boil up. And um, so when I think of like bubbling up, I think of freedom and lightness. Where I think of boiling up, I think of like heat and almost like accusation kind of like thing. But yeah, I just thought I would put that in there just because I thought I thought it was so interesting. And um, another thing is, God will never tell you something that contradicts the Bible. Um, I love my Bible, and it's like one of the ways I hear from God the most for myself. Uh, I am somebody who I don't believe that if you are, that if you're, how do I say this? I don't believe that if you're a Christian, you have to read the Bible to be a Christian. That's it. Like, I don't believe you have to have a Bible to be a Christian, because I know over half of the world is illiterate. And, um, I mean, I've been to India and worked with people who can't read at all. And you can't be like, oh, do you want to be a Christian? Here's a Bible. Now learn this. And, but they can't read. Um, I really, it's a relationship with God. But I also am somebody who believes that if we live in a country where we have the freedom to have a Bible, which is a huge thing, and we can read, I think it's just such a blessing to be able to read the Bible. And I'm just so thankful to live in a country where I can read the Bible and um, not be persecuted for it and and study it and um, and and read about Jesus's life and um, so that is this is like one of the ways that God speaks to me the most. It might be totally out of context, like when you're watching a Disney movie. Like seriously, like God speaks to me through Disney movies just as much as He does the Bible, but um, He still speaks to me through this, and I really love it. Um, Oh, wait, I think I lost myself in the notes. <laughs> Thanks, Timo. Um, 
Yeah, so it's just like when I was talking about just comparing it with God's word, it's like we take that we have the freedom in our journals to make mistakes um, and not to be harsh on ourselves, like, but just to write and flow. And um, what I used to do when I first started learning is I would just write and write and write and write. And then I would go back with a highlighter and, and like, I, I would highlight what I just knew for a fact was God, you know. Because I think sometimes, especially first learning, like, you'll do hit and miss. Like, you'll hit, it'll be God mixed in with your emotions, mixed in with God, mixed in with emotions. Um, and so I would just take a highlighter and go back and highlight everything I would read and be like, oh, that's God right there. Um, and I would always do that before I turned in my journal as well, just so they could see, like, I just wanted to make sure, like, this is what I believe God was. And oftentimes she would return it and highlight more. And, so, and just to encourage me, like, no, this was also God, like, um, just because I think I was a little too harsh on myself. Um, also, another thing is test the fruit. So the fruit of it is what effect is this, is God's, what effect that God is speaking through your journal is it having on you? Is it something that's encouraging you, uplifting you? Um, do you feel him calling you into, like, deeper levels of righteousness? and holiness, and just speaking that you are his child? Um, Do you feel peace and comfort like you would if you were sitting on your father's lap? Um, All of these are confirmations that you're hearing from him. Um, But are you feeling guilty, condemned? Because a lot of times, like, the enemy could take the word and use it for condemnation. And so just as much as we can hear God from this, we can also hear the enemy. And so you don't want to feel guilty. You don't want to feel condemned. You don't want to feel like you're striving. You don't want to feel like you have unrest about what you're hearing in your journal. Um, fear, doubt, confusion, anxiety, all those things, that is not the fruit you want to be eating from. It's not the Spirit of God. Um, so this would be a warning side that you're actually hearing from the enemy posing to be God. Um, and the more you hear from God, the more you're going to learn his nature and his character. And the more time you spend with him, even if it's just asking simple questions every morning, like, what do you have for me today? And then writing down a few sentences or how much do you love me? Um, that's one thing he loves to answer. And what do you want to do today? Like, that one's always fun. Like, what do you want to do today in the morning? And then just write down what you hear. And then at the end of the day, go back and read it. And oftentimes you'll see he did exactly what he said. Um, the more, the more you do this, the more you're you're just going to hear him speaking, like, even when you're not journaling just throughout the day. Um, what if you're hearing from a spirit that is not God? Um, thoughts from the enemy. My number one thing is do not fear the enemy. (laughs) Um, fear of the enemy causes us to be afraid to step out in the things of God. Um, and I know this from personal experience. I've walked through a season where I was just terrified of anything demonic and that kind of stuff and the power that it had over us and then just learning, like, no, God is so much more powerful than the enemy. Like, so just don't fear him. Um, I used to be afraid of two-way, two-way journaling because I know New Agers use it. And um, so God did a lot of healing in me through that as well. Um, yes, we do have demons attack our thoughts, but it's good to recognize this, that it's not from God. Not to give attention to it, but just by focusing on what is pure and holy and good and recognizing that lie and 
declaring the truth about whatever the lie is. So, like, just like journaling, like, it's okay just to get the crap out because a lot of times when we're just writing like we did earlier, um, getting crap out that we've been feeling, it's like, oh, that's a lie. Like, when it was inside, it made so much sense, but then now that it's out here, that's a bold-faced lie that I've been actually letting sit in my thoughts. And then you can speak the truth over it, write the truth over it, and um, then it has actually no power at all. Um, so don't let yourself meditate on lies. That's why it's just good to get them out. Um, um, another thing is share what you hear, like somebody you're really close to. Um, I think accountability is good, just like for Kira. Like, I would have never wanted to share my journal, but um, sharing it with Kira back in the school I did in 2012, like, that just did so much healing in me. But not just healing, but, like, encouragement. Because, like I said, like, I highlighted what I was like, well, I know this is God. She read it, and she highlighted more. And it just really boosted, like, my own, the truth of the relationship with God I had to, to go deeper. Um, don't just skim the surface of what God was saying, but um, God was bigger than I thought. It was like Paula said the other day, like God is so big that he's in the small things. Um, yeah, we are, a bo- we are a body of Christ, and we are made for relationship. And so I, I think a lot of what God speaks to us personally, he's actually speaking to his whole body. Um, that's one of the reasons I write, like, my random blogs that I write, because, like, it'll be something God is speaking to me. But I know, like, there's people that go through very similar seasons at the same time. And so, um, and I just think it's beautiful when other people share what they hear from God. Other, when people, if somebody's like, oh, I had a dream last night, I'm like, what is it? Like, I want to know. Uh, I want to know what God's speaking to you. I want to know what God is saying to you because it just blesses me so much by hearing what God is saying to the church. Um, so just like sharing what God is saying to you, it is a testimony, and testimonies are very powerful. Um, other things that I write in my journal are dreams and prayers and testimonies. I think I mentioned that before. Um, and that's another fun thing, like once... Once you just get really comfortable with two-way journaling and, like, it becomes, like, second nature, one of the things you can ask God is you have a dream, and it's just the most random thing ever. You can say, God, what does this dream mean? And just start writing. And I do that a lot as well. Sometimes, though, my dream, I'll have a dream, and I just know it's from God, and I'll write it down. I'll get no interpretation, and two years later, something will happen, and God will bring that dream up. And so, like, so sometimes, sometimes I'll get an interpretation, and sometimes it just isn't for that season. Um, so I'm a really big believer in always writing your dreams down even if you just think it's random um, because it can always reveal stuff about your spirit as well and what your spirit is going through Um, but we'll probably talk about this another time like later and deeper stuff Um, so yeah we're going to do some two-way journaling practice time Um, so again we're just going to find a quiet place And you've already written down some thoughts and stuff to God of what you're going through. But uh, this time, just begin writing what you feel from him. Like, And you don't even have to have anything. Um, You probably already know what you feel God calls you. Like, for me, it's my child. 
Some people it's princess. Some people it's beloved. Some people it's in your name. Um, so I would just begin there and uh, write from there. Just let it flow and see what he says. He may answer some of the stuff that you had had thoughts of when we were journaling before, or he may go to a completely new subject. But just, like, let him go where he takes you. Don't try to control it. Don't try to hear an answer. Just um, see what he says and just keep going And because um, there's always more. So I'll play some music, and we can just go find a quiet place and journal for a bit. How is that? Did you find it easy or challenging? Yeah, I I find the same. Sometimes I can't write as quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine is like that as well. I just recently put together a bunch of journal entries uh, from past journals into one journal. And I just was like, my handwriting's so bad because, like, when I am two-way journaling, it's like so fast. <laughs> just looks like scribble sometimes. How did you find it, Nicola? Oh, good. <laughs> That's the beauty about sharing a room. You get really close. <laughs> that's so good well I'm just going to pray for you guys Um, so Father I just thank you for um, for journals I thank you for freedom I thank you for the relationship that we have and that we get to um, enjoy with you I thank you that you want to speak to us even more than we want to speak to you And that just blows my mind how you could just want to pour your love out on us. So I just thank you. I pray that you just open our ears for us to hear you more. Open our eyes for us to see you more. And um, I just bless each one of these students um, in these next five months that it would just be a stepping stone to the greatness of what's to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the iDestiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org.uk.